Hello, hello, everyone. It's Brittany Truth, that girl. And today I have a very special guest, my Emmy Tip. Hey, Tip. How you doing? Listen, I'm so excited to talk to you. We're going to have us some girl talk, all right? I don't want this to feel like a <laughs> traditional interview, but how have you been? I've been blessed, <laughs> not stressed. That's good, girl. <laughs> that is always good. Now, listen, before we get into this interview, you recently were all over the blogs with Jocelyn. You posted a throwback picture, and she wasn't too fond of it. But it seemed like you were bigging her up. So what exactly caused that situation to go left? Wait, it see oh, it seemed like I was bigging her up. I thought you said it seemed like you were beating her up. I was like, no, no be, not you, you know. <laughs> girl, not, not. <laughs> I was bigging her up. Yes, I was. I was bigging both of us up and, and you know, at the same time promoting my book, the bottom line. Um, so a lot of people were like, Oh, you're using her to promote your book, but she, we came up together. We both started dancing together we were both young we we both persevered through it all and so yes I was bigging her up and how it went left I don't know with her little comment oh you're still where you started it was like bitch now let's be real you're not too you're you're not too far off now like you ain't Beyonce or nothing like <laughs> okay so are y'all friends or were you friends we we were friends like we actually grew up together um before like the strip club from like 13 years old during the strip club in the midst of everything we kind of fell apart because she doesn't like competition and my, like bigger my name got the more of a threat I became so our relationship kind of fell off but it wasn't like it wasn't like a you know f you I don't ever want to talk to you again or nothing like that it was just like we just don't talk but um you know we were oh shoot sorry we were recently like on set together and I went and it was kind of like to feel the energy, like whatever energy she gave off, that's what I was going to come with. But everything was cool. So I'm like, you know, we're in the same rooms. We've been offered the same opportunities. We doing the damn thing. So I didn't have no bad, you know, feelings towards her. But now it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's get into you. Okay. So what was growing up like for Miami too? Growing up was extremely fun. I was, you know, I was a little fast. I was like, I was always on the streets. I was always like having fun. I was always like going to clubs and parties since I was like 13 years old. I've been popular since I was like 13 years old. Um, I've always had like a a good life. I don't know. It, it, uh -huh. it was cool. I don't regret nothing that I've been through and no choices that I made. Like it was extremely fun. Okay. What made you get into dancing? Well, I got into dancing. I had girls, uh, I was like 16 years old. So I had friends that were already doing it. Jocelyn being one and another girl that I grew up with being another girl. And I ended up going through some stuff where I didn't have my mom. I didn't have my son's dad around and I needed the money. So my friends was like, you should try dancing. And coming from a background where I danced, like I was a part of um, a dance crew. And, you know, in school, I was always in dance class and stuff like that. So it was just like a natural thing. So as soon as I started, like the first day I started, I fell in love. Really? Okay. So were you mm -hmm. nervous at first? Were you embarrassed? Nope. Or no, you were just all in? I was ready. Like, I had been used to it. Like I said, I was in a dance crew um, at, in my teenage years. So at 16, when I started to dance, I was still involved with the dance group. So like I was used to performing on stage and like, and it wasn't regular dance. It was like booty shaking dance. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Wait, okay, but 
know, adult <laughs> entertainment dancing is different from group dancing. Well, you know, I didn't think of it like that. Like when I first started, it, it's so funny. Like all the girls was like fine and thick and sexy and they danced like real strippers. And here my little young skinny behind come talking about on stage in the no! show. I swear to God. Like <laughs> I wasn't making my butt clap. I wasn't twerking. Like I was doing. You was like the doing the shaking. cookout, the cookout thing. Yes, I was doing the routines, <laughs> but everybody loved it, so it kind of worked in my favor. Okay, <laughs> so, so like I never had a chance to be nervous. Like it was uh -huh. just like go do the dance routine that you do every damn day. So. Oh my god. Okay, so how did you get the name Tip Drill? Well, first my name was like China Red or Red Passion or something like that. And then um, that was in, in Broward. Then I started dancing in Miami. Well, I tried to dance in Miami and um, the girls was like, I did an audition and the girls was like, you dance fast. Like the girls from the Tip Drill video, you should call yourself Tip Drill. And I'm like, I am not calling myself Tip Drill. They say it must be your ass, but it ain't your face. I'm not right. calling myself that. Uh -huh. And uh, they, the one girl was like, no, you got to, you got to. So when I left there, I started calling myself Tip Drill, and the way that I danced and stuff like that, it just ended up sticking. Like, it, uh -huh. it stuck. Okay. So, I'm sorry. So, how do dancers pick their stripper name? Do other girls usually give it to them, or, like, you just come in and you like, this is what my name is going to be? I mean, if you already have an idea of what you want your name to be, then that's your name. But then mm -hmm. sometimes girls don't have an idea, so you'll ask other girls, like, what do you think my name should be? And we'll just help each other out. Have you always been confident in your body or did that take some time to get used well, to? Well, I've always had an athletic body because I grew up as an athlete. Um, but going into the strip clubs, you know, I was 16. These women was grown. Like they were, you know, they like 26. Their bodies is full, like fully developed. They got butt, they got hips, they got breasts, mm -hmm. they shape. I wasn't, I was like this. And so I, um, when I, like, by the time I got like 19, I started, you know, it was like, oh, I need some more butt. Mm -hmm. I need some breasts. I need this. I need that. So that's when the surgery started coming in. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank God. <laughs> right? No, seriously. <laughs> Were you sober on stage or... What like because um, if you weren't coming directly from that, you say you were sixteen years old. So were you going up there sober, like in your yeah? Life? I didn't start drinking until I turned twenty one. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you was just feeling yourself, like I got this, like I don't. Know I just had a lot of energy, and I just loved it, and I just uh -huh. I knew what I knew. I I mean, but I could tell by the money and the way that people were going crazy over me that I was doing something right. Like right. I would go to work super excited for years non-stop like go to work I can make 10,000 one day I'm going to work the next day at eight o'clock like just because I loved it that much I just wanted to do it and what was the first club that you started at um the first club was ecstasy in Broward mm -hmm. what are all the clubs that you worked at ecstasy I went from ecstasy then I tried to go to take one but take one was really strict with ID so I couldn't get there so I ended up at Angels in North Miami um and then I went to Diamonds mm -hmm. and then KOD yeah no Diamonds Queen of Diamonds and then King of Diamonds which club you had the best experience in uh it's between Diamonds and King of Diamonds uh-huh uh, 
they were both like the same management. We had the same crowd. I mean, mm-hmm. KOD obviously was like way bigger and more like an amusement yes. park for adults. Uh-huh. Um, but Diamonds wasn't too far off. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It would have to be Diamonds and King of Diamonds. Okay, now, like, with the movement of social media, a lot of girls now want to be a dancer or a bottle girl. What do you think about that? Um, I just think, I think, like, nowadays, girls are not as mentally strong as they were once upon a time. And I don't know why I feel like, I just feel like girls are really, like, I don't know, you see other people on social media, you're just like, I want to do that, too. But you don't know what it comes with, like, being a dancer, yeah. You see all the glitz, the glamour, the purses, and the girls hanging out with the with the rappers and stuff like that. But then you don't see the drugs that they're on. You don't see the alcohol that they're addicted to. You don't see the long nights away from their kids that they're doing. Like this lifestyle comes with a lot. So I've never been like a pro, like, yeah, everybody should strip. Like this is not something I would teach my niece. I feel like it, it's something that you do if you had to do it, or if you have a goal, if you're like someone that is like you know, I, I want to buy a house, so I want to start a business, so I want to go dance, and I want to make this amount of money, then it's cool. Like, if you have a goal, or if you're just forced to do it, then yeah, but if you're just doing it because you want to be the next influencer, or you see this girl's body, and you feel like she got that from stripping, or the diamonds and the purses, then you're already going in it, into it wrong, and you might end up getting pimped. Oh, wow. <laughs> you Do you feel like there's a change in the money right now because I mean there is inflation right now with society you know the price is going up everything is expensive. Right. so do you feel like maybe there is even a difference in the money that dancers are getting right now or does that not have any effect at all um there's still a lot a lot of money it's just that the dancers everything is different because of social media so the guys are not really going there for the women like back when I was dancing everybody knew They knew who they was going there for. They knew what they was going there to do. So nowadays with social media, you got the guys showing off for each other. Like they want to let the next group know, oh, we got money too. Or Uh we got more money than you. So they don't care about the girls. It'll be like 50 girls dancing. They don't really care. They're just throwing the money for the other group to see that they got money or they got more money. So it's, it's, uh-huh. it's definitely different. So when I was dancing, it was like, if you, you, it was like rules. It was five girls. I want these five girls and we throwing it up for these five girls. But now if you're throwing it up for the crew across the room that you competing with, you got 50 girls. And then the girls nowadays, they're not smart. They just see $5,000. If $5,000 and 50 girls bust that down, that ain't no money. You know what I'm saying? But that's what the girls are doing nowadays. So it's definitely, it's a difference, but it's still a lot of money out there. You just gotta, um, you gotta know how to work the game. Yeah. And how did you manage your money? Um, In the beginning, uh, when I first started for a long time, I was like really bad at managing my money. Like, okay, I so I'm doing that Chanel and Louis like every day. Cause that's what you I know what? No, I was never <laughs> a designer baby. I was never like, I was never into this. I like nice things. But like, I didn't have to have the new purse or, or none, none of that. My fetishes was brand new cars and like my house, wherever I lived at was always like really high in rent and my house was always decked out. You know, I always uh-huh. lived in a good neighborhood. Um, so that's what I splurged my money on. Here and there, you know, I buy little things, but it wasn't like a, a must. Okay, so what was your most expensive purchase? Uh... That, I don't even know. I just had so many dumb purchases. Like, the <laughs> things, 
<laughs> the thing I regret is like always living with a rent over three thousand dollars. Like, cause I always like, and like at no point that I was like, I want to buy a house. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but I would rent a house to live in. Just me and my son. We living in a four bedroom, big, big right. house, gated community, and stuff like that. I feel like that was dumb for a long time. So you feel like you should have purchased instead of rented? Of course. Yeah. But you know, I didn't know better. Right. What's the most that you made in one night? Like 27,000. And that was on my like 19th birthday, 19 or 20th birthday. What? Yeah. Okay, so how long are you on stage for you to make that much money? Well, I didn't make that on stage. It, it was stage and then like people coming to show me love throughout the night because it was my birthday. Uh -huh. But I mean, a, a big chunk of it came from the stage. Oh my gosh. Okay, so who was your like your biggest spender? I don't know. So many of them. Like, I don't you know. You don't remember somebody just coming in and it's just like money falling. It was just normal. Guys. It was it was normal. Like if they seen Floyd May Mayweather come and spend 10 grand, then it'll be a scammer that'd be like, oh, I want to spend 10 grand on her too. Then a scammer comes spend 10 grand. Then it'll be a dope boy that'd be like, you know, I want to spend 10 grand. Then it'll be a, a fly girl that got, you know, uh -huh. rich boyfriends. Now she want to come spend. It was uh -huh. just regular. Like to me, it was regular. So I don't really have anybody that, I don't have nobody that like stood out because uh -huh. everybody came for me. So I don't, I don't know. Okay, I'm glad you said that. You said everyone came for you. So how did you become that girl in the strip club? Um, I obviously my dance skills, you know, I was doing the pole at a time where nobody was was doing it. And then I was really, really wild. So like when and if there were girls that were doing it, they were like doing it like the girls at the white club, like really slow and spin it around. So I was really wild with it and I had a lot of personality. So it wasn't like I planned. Uh -huh. for it, it just kind of happened okay so you just saying it, it was in you not on you pretty much right exactly. <laughs> so how can someone exactly. be that girl in a strip club like how can a dancer become that girl I think you just gotta have it like you gotta have that confidence you gotta have that walk you gotta have that talk like because the customers, they feel it. Like when you walk on the floor and you like, I'm that. Because there's girls that didn't work the pole, that they was that bitch, like China. China didn't work the pole, but China walked like she dressed. When she got dressed and did her hair and everything, like it was to the T. And when she got on the floor, it was like, yeah, I'm that bitch. Okay. So I think it's, it has a lot to do with your confidence. Okay. I want to talk about shifts because obviously I don't know how this works. Like how, <laughs> how does the dance, are there, is there a good shift to have? Like, is it early in the night or late in the night? Or how about the order that you're called on stage? Like does all that matter? Is it a schedule? Yes. All of that matters. And which a lot of girls don't understand. Like for me, everything was strategy. Like I learned everything. I learned when is a good time to go on stage. I learned what, like, I knew what songs to play in order for me to make money. Like, everything had to connect. So some girls would be like, oh, Tip Drill goes on, on stage at 3 o'clock, and she she makes all this money. Now they want to come on stage after me, or they want to try to knock me out the way and go on stage right before me. And it's like, you're still not going to make that money because I, I'm going to play the right songs, and I'm going to put on a show. So a lot of, like, and then also the DJ, making sure the DJ is working with you, like, a lot, everything has to connect, and a lot of people don't know that. Okay, so a good shift, though, is it based on, like, who the people want, who the streets want, or is it more so, like, the time you put in? 
you saying like for the dancer? Yeah, like for you to get that good slot. Like, oh, oh, hey, you don't oh. want to go on too early. Nobody not there. You. Right. Well, you want to go. Right. Too I think it, it all of that comes into play. Like the people who they want to see the time. I mean, sometimes I've went early and there's only two customers in the club and I still left with three thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. I think the dancer, like it that that's who who the people want. Yes. Uh huh. So do the men pressure the dancers to be intimate with them? Um, they don't pressure you. It's like, I mean, it's a sexually driven industry. Right. So, and men are coming there because girls are naked, your ass out, your titties out. So that's what they're coming for in hopes of having a happy ending. I don't, I've never experienced people pressure me and I've never experienced people around me being pressured, but they're men. They're going to ask, they're going to try to do what they can do and it's really like up to you what you want to do and how you want your name to be you know what i'm saying out and about in the streets does that taint like the brand say if a dancer does get intimate with a customer um it could go both ways it can taint you or it can make you great if you know what you're doing when you leave and, and you're in a bed i don't know the word might get around okay can you explain the no touch rule and can everyone enforce that um well you know they 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 can touch they can slap your ass and stuff like that but there are some people especially women and i don't know why who do the most and they want to grab all in a girl's and put their hands in it it's always a woman that tries to do the most and it's really up to the dancer and what she allows okay so have you ever had to like get somebody straight like set it back yeah i've i've had to of course but um but yeah it's always been women and i never understood because if i go to strip club like for i just i'm not putting my hand all in a woman's but it'd be women trying to show off for the man that they're with and they just want to be extra and do the most and uh-huh. i've had to you know but by the grace of god i didn't have too many encounters like that because i really wasn't a girl that had to give dances like if i danced for someone i already knew them mm-hmm. um i was more of a stage girl did you prefer that being a stage girl versus being like on the floor i like doing both i just didn't like to dance for people i i don't know mm-hmm Okay. Like it was, I, like I would dance for people, but I it, like I would scan them first. Like I, I'll know the difference between if they cool, if they got money, or if they don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want I want you to take me back to the day that you fell, and like, mm-hmm. what do you remember feeling that day, or prior to getting on and after you did fall? Um. Well, before I got on, I hadn't. Well, before I got on, it was like everything was wrong. Um, like I wasn't supposed to be there. I was only going back because the girl that I was friends with at that time, she had been suspended for two years and that was her first day back. And I I didn't work that, I normally didn't work on that day. And she was like, please call me, please call me. And then I overslept and she still was like, come with me, come with me. Then I got there, I had got two shots, one for me and her, um, she couldn't drink. So I took both the shots and um, then there was people on a stage this was kod it was like five stages i always went on stage one but there was people throwing money on stage three so they were like tip you know they need some entertainment hurry up hurry up i had just got to work Uh so i hurried up i rushed and then i went on stage three i never go on stage three Mm -hmm. so um you know i fell a customer said that i 
well, everybody said that I bounced off of a customer. Um, but that that's really all I remember. I don't remember like the exact fall. I remember up until like I went on the pole and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, after the accident, coming back to like, I woke up like nothing happened, they said. Uh-huh. What trick were you doing? Um, I was on the beams where I swing from the beams. So it's like higher on top of the pole. And uh -huh. I was trying to swing and grab, go back to the pole and grab the pole, but I miscalculated how far I was from the pole. Uh-huh. Did you do that trick often? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. How did you get so good at your tricks? Look, look at me. Like, how you get so good? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I never went to a pole class. I didn't really have any teacher. Nobody teach me. I, this girl spider taught me one trick um, that I really like kind of recreated because she taught me in like a sensual way and I made everything wild. Uh, that was probably like the only trick that I was taught. Everything else I just taught myself and just every time I went on stage, I would just do it. Okay, so after you stopped dancing, you got into promoting? After I stopped, well, I stopped after my accident, that's when I started, I got into music. Mm -hmm. And um, in the midst of music and dancing, like I was throwing parties. I threw a lot of parties where I had like a lot of celebrities come host I the party. I saw like Black China and Bernice. Yeah, I did, I did a lot of those, but that was like way after music. Uh, mm -hmm. I started doing music first. I, in the, uh, before music though, I wrote my book, and, but I didn't really do anything with my book. It was just written, it was just done. Then I got into music and then I went back to my book and doing parties and stuff was just another way to bring in income. So it wasn't really like my main focus, but I was able to pack out parties because of people that I was booking uh -huh. and because of my name. But were you sad to have to stop dancing? Did you feel like it was meant to be or what? I like felt like it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you so, had been there so long or how, how, how um, long have you been? When I fell, I have been dancing probably like seven years. Uh, not because it's been so long, just, I don't know. I just felt like it was supposed to happen the way it did. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't seem confrontational. Have you ever been in like strip club fights? Yeah, and I won every last one of them. <laughs> really? Because okay. Why would somebody <laughs> want to fight you though? Like you do not- I was, it, They would have to start with me and like, because it takes a lot to get me mad. So uh -huh. once I get mad though, it's like the point of no return. Uh -huh. And I try not to get there, but it's been like, I've had probably about five fights in, in, in my little strip club run. And yeah, I won every last one of them. What are the pressures that come into the dancing room? You know, always having your hair done, getting your body, your hygiene, makeup. Like what is the pressure of just being a celebrity, dancer in in that room i mean everything you just named um that all of that comes into play your look the way you dress the way your hair is done your nails everything all of that comes into play i've never been like an extra girly girl so i was wasn't never like my hair would be wild and my outfits i wasn't really into like at one point, the outfits, you could, you could, like, the dance outfits was, like, $800, $500, you know? Mm -hmm. Over the years, it's, it's diminished from that. But back before, when I first started dancing, like, them outfits and the way you look, like, 
you know, like all of that was really big, but I kind of came in and changed it. So it was like, if you wasn't one of those girls where your outfit, your hair and everything was lit, then you had, then you must've been a girl that does the poll. Okay. Because regardless to what, if you do the poll, I learned, like I used to go to Walmart and buy little bikinis for $12, $15. And that was my costume and still go on stage and make a whole lot of money, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, yeah. so our dancers, are y'all friends or more so like y'all just about get into the bag? For the most part, we're we're associates, but some girls get it misconstrued and then they think they're friends and then they get real personal. I've only had like two friends in my strip club weren't like real friends, like dancers that I let come to my house that met my son, met my mom. It's only been two um outside of that everyone else has been associates like just because I see y'all every day when I leave work I don't think about y'all okay <laughs> how, <laughs> how does one not get caught up in the game like you know there are so many things that you can get into that might not necessarily like be the best for you so how do you not get caught up or maybe staying too long I think that comes with your own mental, you know, your own mentality and how strong you are. And just if you're coming in with a goal, then you know, like it's really easy to get caught up because the money, the money is so good or the opportunities that you're presenting are so good. So it's like sometimes you might come in with a goal and then you lose track. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that that's really based on the person and how bad they want the goal that they set for themselves, whether it's like, to finish college or to open a business. It's like, it's how bad do you want it in, in the time period that you give yourself? You, but it's really hard to stay focused. That's why I really commend like dancers that make it out. That's why I was able to post that post about me and Jocelyn because we made it out and we came a long way and we're part of the very few that did it. Uh -huh. Now, I imagine that because like, rappers and different celebrities were coming through did you use that opportunity to network for your music and build those connections um not really I really for me like I was I knew everybody because of who I was and everybody knew who I was but um and I've always kept really good relationships with a lot of people that are in good situation good standings good situations but um yeah no nah, I never really if I was at the strip club I didn't talk about my music. Why? You know, like, um, Cause I feel like, you know, it's a time and a place for everything. If I'm half naked and drunk, like why are we talking about music? Then you're not gonna take my music serious. So right. yeah, I would use it to, to know people or for people to see me and be like, oh, that's that girl. Yeah, but we're not gonna talk about my music or my music business. That, that was serious for me. So I wasn't mm -hmm. gonna do that. Did you ever date your clients? I mean, yeah, I, I was about to say no, no. I <laughs> Is that a messy situation? Because, child, you'll be at work stressed out. <laughs> right, no, I, 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 I did, I have. I mean, you got to, to keep the money coming, but sometimes your goal is to just keep the money coming, and then you uh -huh. end up getting fit, catching feelings and all that other craziness. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay, how did you keep your body in shape? Um, well, like I said, I've always been an athlete. So my body was always like toned in a small petite frame. Um, but I've, I mean, I've had surgery for my butt. Um, 
So I definitely had to enhance my butt because I ain't have none. <laughs> but it was easy for me to maintain because I'm a natural athlete. Like I like to work out. My mom works out. My whole family, like we all work out. So it was easy for me to maintain it. You know, I feel like one day you should like give me some classes or something. We go like to a studio and you teach me because I, I I did read that, you know, dancing is good for the body. And like, I know mm -hmm. that dancers usually have like nice tone arms. arms. I hate my arms. Like I'm looking I, at them. They look real good. I haven't touched a pole <laughs> in four years and my arms are still like, I've they're not as big as they used to be. I've always hated my arms, but they wasn't going nowhere because of the oh, you don't like the tone look? No, but I can't. And it's so weird because I'll see girls take pictures and their arms have no definition. I'd be like, her arms and her legs don't have any definition. So like when I take pictures, you can see the definition yeah. in my arms, but sometimes it'd be like too much. Uh -huh. So I hate my arms, but I love my legs. <laughs> If you could give me um a dancer name just based off of so far, what would you give me? What would my dancer name be? If I could give you a dancer name, I don't know. I've been thinking about this. You you look kind of foreign and Indian and stuff, so it don't have to be like foreign <laughs> or India. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I'm thinking like something like B Fox with three X's at the end. Who? B Fox. With three X's at the end. With three X's. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got this planned out already. Yes, yeah, so we are. I need you to give me, like, some, some tips. Tip, I need some tips. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you could be my instructor, you know, really get me right. But oh, um, <laughs> do you have any regrets from dancing? Or how does one keep their standards when in that position? Uh, I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets about anything I've been through uh, and keeping your standards. I don't know. I think as you grow, like for me, when I first started, I was, you know, I was wild. I was young. I didn't know what was going on. I was super excited. I was easily impressed. But as the years went by and I started making more money and I started, you know, being able to walk in different rooms with different types of people, it was like, okay, I'm grown now. The, I can't accept these things or I can't hang around these people anymore. So uh, I think it's just all about growth. And also like your background, your mentality, because if you come from a family that's really naive, you're going to be naive. And if you don't know no better, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it depends on you and your growth. Do you feel that you left it all on the stage? Yeah. I left in good standing. Like I can still go back right now and pick up where I left off. So you have a book called The Bottom Line, and you've had it for quite some time now. How do you go from dancing to being an author? Well, I've always, I grew up reading and writing. Like, I, I grew up writing stories. Like, I always was writing stories. I, was, I know how to draw, so I was always drawing. I was always, like, very creative. Um, dancing, my book is about the strip club. So my book is really my experiences, which is kind of different from how I grew up. Like I was always making up stories. I have a really good imagination. Um, but, you know, for my first book, I didn't have to use my imagination. It's all based off like experience, things that I've seen, things that I've actually been through or things that people around me have been through. Will you be writing other books? Yes. I'm in the process of writing part two of the bottom line only because you know, the people keep asking me for it, but I do have ideas and plans for different types of books. Mm -hmm. 
did people try to box you in? Like, what's the type of negative commentary that you got when people found out that Tip writing a book? I didn't get any negative feedback. Like, anything that I do, it doesn't matter what I do. I don't really get, like, negative feedback like that. Obviously, when I was doing music, if you, anybody who posts anything on Worldstar, you have trolls, like, they, those people don't count. But um, for the most part, my core fan base and people in Miami always support whatever it is I do. And I do a lot. <laughs> right. Were you nervous about writing a book because it was a different lane? Nope. Like, because I, I, I was a natural writer, so I did it. And I knew that I had a name and I knew that people would support me. But I didn't really have a plan behind my book. When I first finished it, I just posted it on Instagram. It was like, if people buy it, people buy it. If they don't, I don't care because I was focused on other things. Mm -hmm. But now... I want to really build a team and around my book and me being an author. Like that's my focus right now. Also, is um being a New New York Times bestseller a goal of yours? Of course. Yeah. I I think I'm already a New York Times bestseller, but because I'm self-published, I didn't go through a publishing company. You know, you can't get those exact credentials, but in the hood, you know, I'm a I'm a Miami Times bestseller, period. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so is writing therapeutic for you oh yes it is yes it That's is right. writing and cooking oh what you throw down <laughs> i like to cook and i like to cook like all type of different things okay what's tip specialty um lamb chops and mashed potatoes i really my son loves that i love that a uh, chicken alfredo i make that really good it's a lot of stuff i make real good well you need to teach me that too okay so so far we got pole dancing class <laughs> and then we're gonna do some some cooking with two something like that okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> another venture that you also had was loving hip-hop miami mm -hmm. how did that all come about um well i was the first one they interviewed in miami um that was just based off my name, ringing bells in the city as a dancer. And then, you know, I started doing music. So um, it all worked out for me for them to come to come find me, set up a meeting. We set up a meeting. It was a whole different cast first. And um, we, we shot a, um, a pilot and everything. But for like three years after we shot the pilot, it like kind of went dead. So I forgot all about Miami. And then they came back three years later. They was like, yeah, we have a whole different cast. Trina Trick Daddy are, you know, they're the main cast members. Everything else is going to be built around that. Do you still want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, of course. Do you so, yeah, feel that... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Do you feel that Love & Hip Hop has helped grow the tip brand? So it's so funny because I already, you know, was popular and I, I was going places and people wanted pictures and stuff like that, but it's always people you know in my age group or people of the culture so when I got on tv of course you know tv is millions of viewers and people everywhere that can see it so it definitely you know grew my platform so now I'm like walking in the airport and it's ladies that are like 60 years old want to take pictures or it's people that like old white women that work at Star Starbucks noticing who I am it was definitely different it definitely added to what I, I had going on so yeah it was it was definitely loving hip-hop was definitely a plus so do you enjoy filming loving hip-hop um I definitely enjoy filming loving hip-hop for me it was it wasn't scripted like I wasn't part of a storyline so everything was like real reactions and 
you know, I was able to authentically be myself. So that's why I really enjoyed filming. What's it like being a part of a cast with, you know, Miami heavyweights, Trick and Trina? Um, it was all good. Like everybody, pretty much everybody I already knew or I had some type of relationship with. So it was really fun. It was really fun working with them. It was really fun watching them, you know, watching their stories unfold and everything about their character develop. So it was really dope. What do you ultimately hope that this show brings you? Because we've seen celebrities go on and build such a huge brand like Cardi B, K. Michelle. So what is Miami Tips? goal with love and hip-hop um with love and hip-hop just to open new doors which which it has and it continues to do um i'm able to like i said you know it's all about elevation and growth so now i'm able to talk to different people i'm in the rooms with different types of people like i'm hosting different types of events so for me it's just just helping me elevate mm -hmm. yeah present more opportunities most definitely and are you still passionate about music um, I love music. I grew up on music. As for being the artist, I kind of fell out of love with that. I fell in love with the business part. Um, you know, I'm, I still, I love everything about music, but I think it's time for me to focus on myself and, and my book. Okay, so solely the book right now, loving hip hop and other endeavors, but no music. Yes. Okay, but how did you feel securing features from Fetty Wap and Tory Lanez? Because those are some big names. So were you like feeling like, okay, I'm really like doing my thing in this music game. I already got co-signs from Tory and Fetty Wap. What were your thoughts at that time? Well, at the times that I did have features with them, I was probably bigger than them or, you know, just as big, like I was bigger like my name was more popular than both of them. Um, Fetty Wap had just came out with, with his hit single. I was able to get music with him right away. He hadn't reached his prime. It was like after, right after I dropped my record when that whole situation with Taylor Swift, that's when he blew up. Mm -hmm. um, so it was right, right then. Um, and Tory Lanez, uh, it was a couple years after that he really was able to really like blow up as an artist out to the world, but I always, loved like Tory Lanez he was always doing his thing like underground wise and I always loved his music but it wasn't until like years after that he really blew up and went to the next 10 levels <laughs> right do you think you'll ever circle back to music or you feel like it's a done deal you've moved on and you're like more passionate about your other endeavors I feel like it's a done deal um yeah I have other and other things that I'm more passionate about Okay, now you're also a mom. You don't you don't showcase your son that much, but we do know that you are a mom. You do talk about him. Is there a reason why you were private about that? Is there some sort of potential? Well, I used to always post my son, but that was when my son didn't have an Instagram. My son has an Instagram. He has friends. And I have a lot, you know, things like the situation with Jocelyn, for example. Like, I don't want to post, like, my son is accepted you know, not accepted, but he's gotten a lot of offers from many different colleges. And it's like, I want to share that. And I want to, you know what I'm saying? But I uh -huh. can't brag on that because then I might get a hater that'll go to my son's page and say some craziness. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I try to separate the two and I just have to, you know, I don't need social media to, you know, for my son to feel like his mom, you know, is behind him or his biggest supporter right. you know he, he knows that yeah. I just really can't post it for his safety mm -hmm. 
Got it. What type of mom would you say that you are? are you like a cool mom? You chill? Are you strict? What? I'm really cool. I'm I really believe chill. you. <laughs> I'm, I'm strict. I'm strict. Like I have my rules, but you know, he can come and talk to me about anything. Like we can do things and stuff like that. Like we're really close. I'm really cool. He's more mature than I am, and he's 17. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm a cool mom, and we got a really good relationship. Yeah, I can I can see that you seem like real down to earth. Like can talk about anything. Anything, yeah. Do you want um, more children? Um, maybe like maybe one more. Um, but I don't, I'm not like in a rush. I don't have to. I mean, you certainly got a grown man. Right. And I mean, it's, it's really, it's like, it's a trans, it's a, it's like a big step for me because I'm used to having a schedule with my son. You know, you have to wake up, take him to daycare, take him to school, pick him up, take him to his after school um, activities, make sure homework is done and stuff like that. But since he's been 16, now he's driving. So he doesn't need me to take him to school. He doesn't need me to take him to practice. Um, now he doesn't, he wants to spend when he does have free time, he wants to spend time with his friends. He doesn't want to spend time with me. Like I have to beg him, like, let's go to dinner. Let's go to top golf. Like I have to beg him. Um, so for me now, it's kind of like, damn, uh, what do I do now? I, so I, at first I was like, damn, I want another baby. Then I'm like, nah, I, maybe you don't, maybe I should get a dog. But, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely in a weird position, like, cause he doesn't need me anymore. There's no more of a schedule. Um, so it's it's kind of weird, but maybe I'll get a dog. <laughs> well, you do have your businesses are your babies. Um, something else that you have is a sleepwear line. And it's yes, this sexy sleepwear line. So, like, what made you even dibble and dab in that? Well, that's Stay Fly by my. It was Stay Fly in my sleepwear, but now it's Stay Fly by Miami Tip because in the beginning I was only selling um onesies and lingerie. So that's where Stay Fly in my sleepwear came from, and then. Now I'm also offering like all day and all night wear. So I just put stay fly by Miami tip. But that was um one of my friends gave me the idea to sell onesies because I always used to wear onesies. And uh, mm -hmm. like it, from the first day, it, it was really successful. And I, I learned a lot um, in that business. But my boutique is it's an online store. So I don't have to leave my house for nothing. Like I scheduled a post uh -huh. the, the mailman to pick up my outfits and stuff like that. So although I have like all my businesses are like digitally ran, I don't have to leave the house. Right. So um for me it was cool at first. So for like two years I was just running my business. I had fun. I was in the house. I was able to work out, do things like just in the house. Plus the pandemic was here. So I was forced to be in the house anyway, but I enjoyed it yeah. because I was making money. But after a while it gets boring. And I was like, you know what? I need to do something. And um, so the strip club is the best way for like networking and meeting celebrities and just staying relevant. So I was like, I'm gonna just do bottle service. And so I started doing bottle service at of course the hottest club in Miami. And that's been working well for me. Um, it's hard walking around, seeing all those girls making like, tens and thousands of dollars but uh <laughs> you like oh i know what that's like so you feel like you like, like to get back in if, if i just throw on these shoes real quick i know i can make that but, <laughs> but it's also fun it's it's fun to watch like the new girls do their thing and stuff like that but it, it it's a way for me to network like on a different level because i'm not a stripper i can actually talk about 
and maybe it's just me being paranoid, but I just don't, I just see a difference. Like I could talk to people and they take me more serious, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. it keeps me relevant. So yeah, I like, I like doing the bottle service. It gives me something to do because if I, if I depend on all my other businesses, like I will not leave the house and I'll probably be obese or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to take one step back and um, go back to your sleepwear line. Do you believe that women should go to bed sexy all the time? Um, no, I mean, I don't, I sleep, I sleep naked or if I, if I decide to put something on, it's just going to be a big, ugly t-shirt. With a bonnet? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you have women out there that are like that, that they want to go to sleep in their lingerie and the lingerie got a match or they want to be cute and they want these and you know that I provided that for them even mm -hmm. though I didn't do that I was there to save the day and provide <laughs> let them go to sleep fly at all times <laughs> so do you enjoy entrepreneurship I love it I'm like a, I'm a serial entrepreneur and if it's anything that comes my way that I can make money or that I can invest or that something that I'm passionate about and I know that it's going to benefit me like I'm down okay so I gotta know what's your DMs looking like <laughs> I do, I do, <laughs> but I, I've never been into, um, I've never been into like athletes and rappers and celebrity people as far as like on the love side or dealing with them intimately. Um, they're just not my thing. I, I like street, street guys. Like, I don't like the gimmicks. I don't like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't like all that. So I don't really give nobody no play of that status um i'd rather just keep it cool like i want to be the sis we, i'll be your sis and i'll bring all the girls you want oh you friends on all the parties you want huh you friends on the blue checks yeah yeah really okay see i'm, I'm not saying that it can't somebody can't ever catch my eye but it's just i don't like the gimmicks like with rappers it's usually a gimmick and um athletes you know they travel everywhere so they want whatever whoever like mm -hmm. i don't yes it's a, it's a lot that comes with and then it. nowadays it's like everybody is like who can get the most girl who can you know deal with the most girls with the blue checks or who can deal with the the most reality star girls or whatever and i don't want to be added to nobody's list like that you know what uh -huh. yeah. yeah now see now you got me flowing now i want to know what's your type of man but i want to just start with like internal factors you know like character so what's your type of man just internally um internally you know i like a man with morals with um with values i like men who keep it real um for me it's never been about like the money, like, obviously, I'm not going to say, oh, you got to be an athlete, you got to be a rapper, you got to be rich like them. No, um, I'm just more about your your character, like who you are, your values, your morals and things like that. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go for no bum because right. by the grace of God, I've been able to put myself in position to have standards. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I'm into their values, their morals, what they believe in, you know what I'm saying? Them being respectful, treating women yeah, right. Yeah, a gentleman. Put it, yeah, putting their kids first, things like that. Like, you could be a street, you could be a thug, a gangster, because I do like gangsters, but you got to be a gangster who take care of your kids, a gangster yeah. that love his mama to death, you know what I'm saying? A, a gangster that know how to change a tire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I like that you said that. You know what? I like, I like, um, 
like you gotta give me peace like say for instance I had a bad day at work you know stuff going on with coworkers. when I see you when I when I see you I should be able to just be in a whole different space like my mm-hmm. spirit should be still like there right. should be, that don't even matter I'm good right Right. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I agree. Yes. Okay. Now let's get to the good stuff. What about looks? Okay. Now look for this. I want us, I want you to like close your eyes and I'm gonna close mine. I really want to envision this person. So I want you to tell me like this, what the swag is like, what the drip, like what the body, the body. I want you to really take me there. Okay. Okay. We closing our eyes. We closing our eyes. Yes. Keep your eyes closed too. Cause I'm really embarrassed. I like a real ugly Today, I want to open my eyes so bad so I can look at you and be like, what? You like them ugly? I like them ugly. Like, oh, my they, gosh. They, <laughs> they don't got to be fine as hell because them the ones that, they come with too much problems. Like, I like me an ugly, a whole lot of confidence, a lot of swag. He just dressed with the okay. latest designer on. He smelled mm, good. Okay, wait, what, what the drip look like? What the drip look um, like? You know what? I don't like extra flashy as far as like diamonds and stuff like that but I do like a man like who have a real nice watch on and uh-huh. even he don't even have to have like the newest design on he can have on a Dickies outfit as long as it's <gasps> okay. Hold, hold on the Dickies okay I gotta open my eyes okay the Dickie outfit okay so what we doing the Dickie outfit with the fitted or Dickie the outfit Dick- with the waves showing what you got he can have a Dickies outfit with the fitted but I he have to have nice teeth and he have to have a nice watch on Yes, I love the nice teeth. Do you like, like because low key, but <gasps> but you could tell they got money. So the first, the easiest way to tell somebody take care of themselves or they have money is if your teeth is nice and if you got a real expensive piece, but the piece don't got no diamond. Your watch don't got no diamonds on, but you know uh-huh. that it's about a hundred grand. Right, I like. I see. Okay, see, we on the same wavelength. I feel like you're my <laughs> spiritual sister. Okay, so beard tattoos, what? Uh, either or it just for me it's not about the looks it's about your swag and your confidence like I said it could be an ugly but then it be them ugly that just have that boss like just, you know like oh that's yeah. what I like I don't know like everything else don't really matter you just gotta be a real muscles boss. muscles huh? like, you don't care about muscles he could be skinny, chubby. Oh, no 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 well I like some kind of definition because you're in shape so yeah I don't like like you have to have some kind of definition. Like I hate them guys that look good and they they slim, but they don't have no definition because they don't work out. Then they got the little belly pudge because all they do is drink. It's like hey, you can do a hundred push-ups a day. Like uh-huh. come on, I need the so, They gotta have yeah. They gotta have <laughs> some some. You ain't gotta be like bulk and like football player type, but you gotta have some kind of definite. Like I want to feel something when I touch your traps or when I touch yes, your shoulders or, arms, or, your or you know arms. like when you see the back and like the muscles coming right through. right 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so can he like wear but I know you said the dickies outfit what about like the button down shirt slags you know some Stacey Adams or Chelsea boots you not with that the grown man swag if we go in somewhere for that but not on a regular note mm-hmm. if we go in somewhere we gotta dress like that and you Okay, yeah, but not every day, no. Something you said, you don't really care about the whole designer thing too much. You just said just a No, but I like a man that when he get dressed, that's what he's going to opt for, looking clean. But Mm -hmm. um, 
that's not what, just because you have on designer and diamonds, that's not going to catch my eye. Because right. really, I don't like, like, you know, the boys with the designer and the gold and stuff, they jumping everywhere, they Instagram and everything. I don't like that. I like my man standing at the bar by himself, yeah. you know, pulling out his phone, because yeah. he's not impressed. He don't low give a key. It's just right. something about a low-key man. It's just like, ooh. Like, right. you don't do the most. You know? Right, that's what I like. I don't like for you to be seen. Like, I would much rather, like, nobody know you exist. Like, I don't want to go out on out on a date and we both pulling out our phone to video the food. Like, <laughs> exactly. let, let me do that. Yeah. <laughs> let me do that. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, you know what? About swag. I don't like being too matchy-matchy. Like, you don't have to have on the whole, like, outfit. Like, the shoes don't have to be designer. That's cool. If the shoes are mm-hmm. the whole outfit don't have to be designer. Right. I'm not crazy about the whole matchy-matchy or skinny jeans. I feel like these skinny jeans get a little too skinny. Like, <laughs> I don't like the boot cut. Like, but I don't feel like they should be super skinny. Just a little slight skinny. Yeah, I don't like the super, super skinny, but I like I don't like baggy jeans, though. Yeah, right. Like, they have to fit nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they got to fit nice. I, not the super, super skinny with the colored hair and the piercings. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no. It's a, it's a little too much for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, is Miley Tip single or in a relationship? I am dating. Ooh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating. It's cool. Are you a relationship girl? Like, are you like lovey-dovey, super affectionate and emotional? Or are you more so like the laid back one and he's the emotional one? I'm laid back until um, until he start moving differently or I see something different. Then I start being like, wait, hold on. This is different. What you got going on? Uh-huh. But um, I'm pretty much laid back. I'm cool. I'm like the cool girlfriend. That's why all my exes, they love me. They want me back. They still try to communicate uh-huh. with me because I'm the cool girlfriend. And usually a man don't realize what he had until he till it's over with, until I be like, uh-huh. you know what? Peace. Forget it. Now they all want to call me. Or when you with someone to- else, when you pop out with someone else. Right. Are you right. that type? Would you ever put your relationship on social media or do you keep that separate as well? Like how you do your mom? Your if mom- I know it's real, if I know it's real, like, and we are hundred percent, that's why I never brought anyone. I didn't have a love interest on TV because it's like, I never had anything. Well, I, the type of men that I date are not going to go on TV. But when I was dating someone that I would have thought about bringing, I didn't know if it was real. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to go on TV and then this man bring out his baby mama or ex from before and then embarrass me and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's the same thing for social media. Like, I got to know it's real because for me, it's real. For me to put that out for the world, like, that means we next level. We just locked in and I don't have to worry about women trying to contact you or find out who you are and me feeling like oh it's a possibility if this bitch got more followers than me or if she finer than me that you might entertain her right right so what's tips love language do you like physical touch do you like acts of service you know gifts what is it my love language what makes me mm, I, I like i like gifts but it's not a must Mm-hmm. I don't know maybe like I don't a man that just can't be without me like he want to do everything with me all day yeah <laughs> you like you want to be in a 
in. Like, right. <laughs> where you going? Okay, I'm like, going. like even <laughs> me, I'm not even a going out person. Like, I could sit in the house if I'm not if I don't have no roasting. If I'm like, I don't have, I don't like to go outside. If I'm not getting paid, if I ain't hosting, if it ain't an event for one of my friends. I will sit in the house and watch Netflix and watch movies all day. So I want a nigga who don't mind doing that. We could drink, we could do everything we want to do. Uh-huh, you house. know, play Uno for some shots, play Right, like, in the house, like fun <laughs> stuff like that. Like I'll go yeah. out here and there, but I'm really not a, go, a going out type of person. Okay, so you say you like street guys. Can you ever see yourself with just like a regular guy like who has a nine to five or no, you just only would date the street guy? I can deal with a regular guy who has a nine to five, but also has a lot of money because my lifestyle is a lot, you know, so you got to be able to, I'm not going to be dating nobody and you can't help me. So if you have a nine to five, my bills is like 20 grand a month. So if you have a nine to five, my bills is 20 grand and I like nice stuff. That means you got to come up like, you got to be able to give me 20 grand by yourself. So. I mean, he can have it on the fire, but I, I require a lot. So he got to be able to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> so I now want to play a game with you called Tips Tips. So I'm going to be giving you different scenarios. And I want to hear from your perspective about what these people in the scenarios that I give you should do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So scenario number one. So a girl is thinking about getting into dancing, but she's body conscious. What's a tip for her? Well, how old is this girl? 19. 19. I would say workout, you know, get you a strict workout plan, get your your eating plan going, be very consistent with it and try that out for like a year Mm -hmm. before you think about surgery and anything else because your body's not fully fully Mm -hmm. developed. So you don't want to rush into surgery because when you do that, Like you're going to get surgery now and then your body's not fully developed. And then now when the surgery drops and everything is settled, your body is still growing and forming into a whole different shape. So now you got one cheek here, one cheek here. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say work out, get get you a a, a real strict workout plan and a consistent meal plan and you'll be all right. Okay. I like that. Okay. Tip number two, someone wants to start writing a book, but they don't know where to start or what to write about. So what's the tip for them? Um, you want to write a book, but you don't know what you want to write. Yeah. You just love writing, but you don't know what direction you should go. Should it be fiction, nonfiction? I feel like, you know, with writing, you just have to start and wherever your, your heart brings you or wherever your mind allows you to go as long as the story keeps growing you know you're on the right path so if you can answer the questions like who what when where and why then you know you have a good story and you should continue but if you keep coming into block walls like I don't know why she's doing this I don't know where she's going you know what I'm saying I don't know what's happening if you don't know then that's not the angle you should go to you gotta go back to the drawing board and come up with a whole new blueprint. But if you can keep the story going and answer the questions, then you know you have a good story. But the the tip would be to just write, just start writing. Love it. Okay. A girl is thinking about dancing, but she has no idea what the nightlife brings. She doesn't know anything about what should be in her bag, what perfumes to use, what heels. And is it bad to date the client? So she just doesn't know anything. So what are some tips for her? Run. 
Don't even start. <laughs> Don't even start. <laughs> Just go home to your mom and talk to your mom. <laughs> so, okay, so why you say she should not start? she don't know anything you don't know what's well, a lot of people bag. don't know anything I feel like, she, like you don't know if you're supposed to go home with the customers or not that seemed like she down if if that's what you got to do she down to do it like though mm. that's too naive and too easy those are the girls that get pimped so mm. it's like before you get into that situation just go home and go i mean reevaluate your life yeah right <laughs> okay well well since we asked well, what goes in the stripper bag what goes in the strip bag, the heels, um, your clothes, depending on where you at, uh, then you need, you know, you need your wash rag. You know what? In the strip club, like I was the only girl that took a shower. Like I had to, I had, I had to take a shower. Like if I got off stage, if I sweat a little, I don't sweat a lot, mm -hmm. but when, and if I do, I have to take a shower. So if I got off stage, and I was a little like sticky. I had to take a shower. Yeah. Because um, like that pole, you know, like. The, if, the right. Middle. If the club got too crowded, I had to take a shower. A lot of girls don't take showers, which is cool because a lot of girls don't work as hard as I do. But I was like one of the few at every club I worked at that took a shower. Like all the house moms be like, Tip, you using all our rags. You're the only one to take a shower. But yeah, <laughs> depending on where you at, you know, then you need your rag. You need, um. You really just need your clothes and your shoes because the house mom going pretty much have everything else. But if right. you, what happens is it's girls that don't want to tip the house mom. So then you got to bring your own brush, your own flat iron, your own, you know, I, you need perfume, whatever perfume, cologne you wear, because I only wear cologne. You need that because the house mom going to have the cheap stuff. She's going to have Victoria's Secret. You don't want to smell like that. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it because the house mom really going to have you covered. Okay. All right. So the last scenario. So for tips, tip, a guy is dating this woman and she wants to become a dancer and he's uncomfortable with that. What's the tip for him? A guy is dating this woman and, and she wants to become a dancer. Mm -hmm. And he's uncomfortable. She you better get with the programming. Yeah. Cause like, especially if you don't got the money. Right. He better be like, look, babe, this is what we're going to do. This is the goal. I'm going to help you. I'm going to bring you to work every night. I'm going to pick you up. He better get with the program and try to get in where he fit in. <laughs> See, I love that. I like that. That was fun. Tip now. That was tips, tips. Tip now. If you do something with that, I want 10%. Okay. Yes, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for this interview. It was a pleasure. I just love your spirit. It's so fun. I knew this was going to be fun because all of the social media videos that you post. Okay, <laughs> this is going to be a good time. I really enjoyed it. Thank, thank you so much for all the insight, just talking about your journey. This was everything. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And finally, working people got it done. Yes, finally we got it. Listen, this has been in the process for a long time. Right. Where can everyone follow you? Everyone can follow me at Miami Tip 305. Y'all make sure y'all get my book, The Bottom Line. The links are in my Instagram bio. Or you can go to the bottomlineseries.net and you can order it from there. We got ebook, paperback, and signed paperback. And yeah, everything's Miami Tip 305. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Tip. Thank you.